The Right Hook Podcast. With the Mitsubishi Outlander Business, the two-seater commercial SUV with over 2,000 litres of cargo space, two-ton towing capacity and legendary four-wheel drive technology. MitsubishiMotors.ie And now it's time to talk travel again, obviously, in the Tuesday travel slot, joined again this week by Mark Evans, travel editor with the Herald newspaper. Mark, you're very welcome back again. Um, So last week we had costs a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago. We were very close to home with Cambridge. This is a bit of a bigger trek. You're taking us to the Southern Hemisphere. Yes, uh, one of the coolest places, I would say, in the Southern Hemisphere and a place nobody really wants to go to, Johannesburg. And it has a reputation which... Even a friend of mine who is from Johannesburg said, where are you going? Well, see, that was immediately and that's sort of why I hesitated in my in my response to you because I think of Joburg and I think mm. of spiral, you know, really serious crime rates, mm. lack of personal safety and I'm just thinking that's not where I want to go on holiday. Yeah, I, I suppose it's a bit like, you know, when you, an American tourist comes into Ireland and they arrive in Dublin Airport and the tax driver goes, don't go there, don't go there, don't go there, don't go there. And there is a, if you live somewhere, you maybe have a bit more paranoia but I felt safer in Joburg than Dublin, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Very much so. Right. Yeah, even in the areas, the downtown district, which the downtown district up to a few years ago was, was no-go at night. It was a typical American-type style downtown. It was a CBD. People work there during the day and go home by night. Northern suburbs um, of Johannesburg, they're the posture areas, world away from Soweto, away from, from just the, you know, the, the the rougher parts of town, or so-called rougher parts of town, I have to I have to say. Um but now it's completely changed. And and the great thing about I'm I'm a big fan of underdog cities. I place like San Francisco, I hate. Berlin, I can't stand. Sydney, Which on that, yeah. Sydney Sydney I don't get. And when people talk up San Francisco and these kind of places, I go, Okay, but and I always feel a little bit deflated. But when I go somewhere with less expectation and people say, Well, maybe you won't enjoy it as much as Cape Town or whatever, why why aren't you going to Cape Town? Even South Africans say to me, people in Johannesburg, why aren't you going to Cape Town? Well, no, I want to see Johannesburg. And surprisingly fun um, and because it's cheaper uh, and because it's it's regenerating the arts um, in terms of local culture scene it, it's very very vibrant in a sense like Manhattan it's dead now because of that San Francisco high rents culturally I would say they're deserts in a sense Johannesburg because it is literally dirt cheap to live there mm-hmm. in, in certain parts to rent there in the central area where they want to regenerate um, so people are coming in urban art there is it's on the, on the rise uh, cafe societies on the rise, um, and even Soweto was was one of the biggest surprises. You know, everything I thought I knew went out the window completely. Right. So, if they're regenerating certain parts of town, mm. then is this a concerted effort to regenerate, bring life, and bring tourism back in? And so, mm. therefore, can you conclude that it is a safer place than it might have been five or ten years ago? Yeah, th- there's one area. Um, I can imagine Hillbrow and you don't go there um, even the locals you don't stop there you don't, you, it's not but it's not the kind of place you want to go to anyway it's, it's just it, it is fairly central but it's it's away from the actual touristy areas um, but in, ter- in terms of downtown um, you can you can see poverty cheek by jowl with, with extreme wealth um, and, and that is a surprise but then again you can see that in San Francisco or you can see yeah. that in New York as well um, but you can cer- see that in Dublin yeah uh, but, 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 but certainly um, it is one city it's definitely on the rise you can feel the energy on the streets, you can feel, you know, people are, are, they want to move on. They want to, you know, it's it's obviously years, you know, Mandela, it's it's, it's years past that. Um, but even a place like Soweto, it's absolutely thriving as an area. Um, and again, it's got its own social divisions. Um, I, I think 
But if we come from Western way looking at things, I, I think we have certain preconceptions and it blew them away completely. Right. Uh, what about the locals? Is it, uh, is it a, a welcoming place for tourists to visit? It is not a holiday place. By, by no stretch of imagination, it's, got, it's, it's a big, big city. We're talking about 4.4 million people. It's, it's inland. Um, it's nowhere near the sea. Um, it's a gold rush town. It's, it's, it's literally only about 150 years old. It was, you know, George Harrison, not the George Harrison, discovered gold. Um, it seemingly died penniless and like something like 80% of the gold in the world comes from around that area. Um, so it's, it's a man-made town and obviously it had all the, all the issues of, of, of a ready-made city um, at the time. But it's 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 grown since then, and it's the people are very friendly. You know, if if you go into like any bars and like especially northern suburbs, and and the great thing is you will see that mixed race thing. It's there are certainly issues in that country, um, but black, white, Indian people do mix, and these people, you know, twenty years ago, this wouldn't have happened. Mm. And then tell us a little more then about about downtown Johannesburg. Mm. What is there to see and do if you're in Joburg? Yeah. What are you occupying your time doing? What kind of 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 holiday does yeah. it offer you? Okay, downtown, back up, back up to even, even 15 years ago, it was a city of malls. Basically, everybody went to Blanchetown, Dundrum, did a shopping out in the suburbs. Downtown didn't exist. It just was a place where you worked and then you went home. Um, obviously, Ellis Park is, is one of the, probably the few places we know of because of the World the Cup, the Rugby World yeah. Cup. Um, so, Neighbourhoods Market is one place I really, really enjoyed. It's, it's, it's a local farmer's market. And you say, farmer's market is not, what's always something about a farmer's market? There's a bar upstairs and you're looking down on a huge mural. Street art's a huge thing over there of Nelson Mandela. Again, mixed race, um, mixed race kind of clientele. And you're just there chilling out on very, very cheap beer, very, very cheap wine, uh, very, very cheap food. And there's just a fun vibe about the place. Um, also, 44 Stanley, again, it's al fresco. You have that, you have the sense of, you have the mix of Africa, but you've also got the mix of Western Europe. Uh, the, the nearest equivalent like, I can always say is, it's like Australia without extremely skyrocketing prices mm. um, it's it looks very very similar to say Sydney or Melbourne but Sydney or Melbourne if I go there I'm going to take out a mortgage it's so yeah. expensive yeah. Uh, South Africa completely different yeah um, is it a family destination is mm. it somewhere that you would go with the kids in tow yeah you could go for a day or, certainly for a day or two I would if you look at the northern suburbs like Santon uh, Melville there are certain places literally you could be in Beverly Hills um, it's money it's it's there's some like ten million trees were planted there over the last hundred years. They've turned what was basically bushland into an actual forest. Um, it's it's a completely man-made city. It's it's quite interesting in that sense. Uh, I think yeah, for shopping, for for hanging around. Like, if you want to, again, the Nelson Mandela trade is absolutely fascinating. Everybody knows about Nelson Mandela, but Oliver Tambo himself, his his local law offices in the Chancellor's House, again right beside the Courts Building, which is, looks exactly like the Courts Building in Belfast. So you have that bit of history there, but also like I I would say. You've got the cradle of, of humankind um, just outside as well. So you've got, these are some of the oldest um, fossils of humankind I've ever found anywhere. Again, it's a short drive out. You can actually go to Safari. Kruger, I didn't go to. Now, Kruger is, is well known. It's, yeah. so it, it's a gateway city. I would say definitely I'd give it three or four days. Um, there, um, shopping malls is cheaper than here. Um, food, definitely sorry, cheaper. Sorry, I just don't understand people who go on holiday and want to go shopping. You said that a few weeks ago as well. Yeah, I, I just think, well, again, you're looking at, African art, and you're also looking at African clothes. Um, you're looking at local style. So you, you might have your, say, your equivalent of Dundrum, but you also got a market stall there with some guy who's, or some woman who's an upcoming designer, and she's selling stuff at like 10% of the price you'd see in London or Paris. Um, very, very cool fashions. And it's something you might bring home. Um, like, it's it's for nothing. Like, a lot of stuff is so, so cheap. The Rand, the Rand when I was there, it was only a few, a few months back, was, was just 
basically plummeting. So, mm. so, you, so your buying power is massive. Mm. But the one thing I'd say, like, if you're looking for safari, it, it's a, the nearest safari parks, like Kruger is a few hours drive. Uh, I went the opposite way to uh, Madikwi. Again, in terms of safari price, it's dirt cheap. Like compared to like Kenya, any Botswana, any of the, the other African nations which you think might be cheap, no, you can actually do a drive, five hour drive, you can actually fly for it. It takes about a little hour on a smaller plane. Mm. Um, so you can combine that. So if you want to do the safari and do Joburg, yeah, definitely. Um, the one thing I'd say, it's it's definitely if you're into sport, it's sports mad. Rugby is just like a, it's a passion there. Um, and, but Soweto as well, even for kids, when I, when I went to Soweto, I, I expected a ghetto. What I found. But that's what I was expecting to talk about. It's a, it's, it's, it, it, it just feel, it feels like a Caribbean vibe without the without the Caribbean menace. <laughs> it's it's a very very cool place. Yeah. So what um, do you see? Well, so wait a minute, we actually went on a cycling tour. Um, it's a local company, and so they're putting money back into the community. Um, as you said, like we've got some like three million people here and like four white people, <laughs> and, and, and the first thing he says, everybody will say, "Can I shoot you?" I went, mm, "What?" That sounds. Like, they have different ways of saying things. That would shoot you means can I take your photograph? Okay, and try to clarify. That. Yeah, and if anyone says robot, robot, robot means traffic light over there. It's they got certain ways of doing things, but um, we did the tour like we saw like you know from um Mandela's house obviously, and you obviously had um, you have sections which are like Beverly Hills, like they call it the Beverly Hills Soweto, um, the posh bars, the trendy nightclubs. Um, I was in one nightclub and it's in a car wash. You can actually have your car wash and, and go for um, <laughs> and go for nightclub. As Just well. what everyone needs. It's it's the most bizarre. But I, I was walking around. People said, "Can I just take your photograph?" And the only other place I've ever seen that was in China because they said, "No white people come here." And I said, "Well, why is that?" And there's no threat. No people are just fascinated by you in the sense of you're, you're cycling along, you see kids, and all they want to do is high five you. Um, and, and and again, you have the social divisions. You have parts which really are poor of Soweto. You know, there's a shacks and you know no running water. And you see, you know, it's just it's just the worst place you can think of. Mm. And then you go on to the next. It looks like something from Neighbours. You know, when watch on TV or Home and Away. And they said, oh, that's the boring area where all the kids play PlayStations. And then you have the the, the, the poor area where literally it's, it could be in the, in the worst wow. part of Africa. I had no idea. So it's it's a huge it's 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 a city on its own. Um, and there's a lot to do. You can you can go bungee jumping off the off the towers there. You can, anything you want to do. It's it's. But again, what struck me is just how open and friendly, and even the local Shabin, the, the guys that come out, and you, it's not too many of them left because start. Well, yeah, tell us about the local Shabin. Yeah, Shabin pricked my ears. There yeah, again now. It's what? A, it's a place called a shack, and it's like someone's house, and it's basically it's it's um, the side of a house basically, and it's uh, an unfinished brick building, and you sit down there, and then the guys come in and talk about football. There's two local football teams. They have a football stadium which is the size of the Viva in in Soweto. Um, that's for the Orlando Pirates, and then their their big rivals are the K- the Kaiser Chiefs, as they call them, and obviously the band the Kaiser Chiefs got the name from there. And the, there there's a huge rivalry between them. So you sit down, you talk with the football usual, but beer is about say one one fifty a bottle, one euro fifty a bottle, and people just want to know where you're from, what's going on, and very 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 chilled vibe. Yeah. And, and around the corner, you've got a very expensive trendy nightclub where the middle class of Soweto hang out. Right, okay, tell me a little about the night the nightlife then mm. in general in Joburg. Yeah. If you if you if you don't have kids in tow, yeah, and yeah. you're you're heading off on safari a couple of days, yeah. like is it to all intents and purposes like every other cosmopolitan city that you're gonna have hot spots, really trendy bars, mm, yeah. superb restaurants? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, downtown is definitely much. It's more a cafe society. There's not not so much bars, and it's 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 a uh, courtyard al fresco dining. Forty four Stanley is fairly famous. Again, like neighbor goods uh, upstairs. It's 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 a lot of those kind of areas. You nowhere know, just. 
they're they're influenced obviously by you know Italian culture, British culture, American culture. So you have a lot of that going on. Um, place like Santon, um, most middle class areas you can think of. You know your, your Ritz Carlton's, those kind of hotels are there. Uh, Melville, um, trendy area, very much like any Australian suburb. And I, I, without dissing Australia or dissing South Africa, probably have phone calls about this. I couldn't tell the difference. It's 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 your bar with kind of just beer, wines, whatever. Um, and and the surprising thing is the price. Like you buy about you know around the drinks for about eleven euros. Can't argue with that. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, in recent years, we've been hearing more the marketing message about mm. uh, South African wines and South African cuisine. Yeah. And a real attempt to embrace what's local yeah. there. I, was there much evidence of that in Joburg? Oh, yeah. And the one thing I'd say, wine is expensive. That's the one thing I found, actually. Yeah, if you want to get local wines, they tend to produce really good wines. In the sense of, so what you're buying there, like... It's the best of the I, best. I, like, I didn't go into the off-license and say, okay, give me a five-euro bottle here. But in terms of what you see in a restaurant, yeah, it's 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 good quality. It's it's maybe might be eighty quid a bottle here. Maybe it's only forty, but forty euros there is, is a lot of money. Yeah. Um. The biggest thing I would say, and it transcends all classes, all culture, is the braai. It's your outdoor barbecue, and everybody's obsessed with the braai. It's it's all they talk about. It's like there is there is nouvelle cuisine, it's modern cuisine. Yeah, definitely. But so uh, what do you, uh, what what do you, what feast do you have to enjoy at the bride then? Just a barbecue, <laughs> <laughs> burgers like. Yeah, well, you can have anything. Like, like they, they will have maybe kind of local local kind of meats, but in the sense of like even the, the car wash nightclub, it's the way to it's the bride, and you go to the poshest areas of Santon, it's the bride, and it, so everybody is just obsessed with barbecue. And mm. um, don't get it in, on safari, they do it over coals, they do it out in the bush. You'd be barbecued out pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very much Australian. As for these sort of more further away destinations, mm. are there certain times of the year that it's good to go and and not so good to go? Well, well, obviously it's upside down. Yeah, your 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 um your winter is your is your summer and and vice versa. Um, Johannesburg doesn't get too hot. It's it's inland. Now there are extreme, it can get coolish, but uh, I found I, I was there in April. Um, weather wise, mild mild kind of Irish summer's weather. Um, the one thing I'd always say is just just watch out for the air prices. At the moment, there's some really good deals. Um, there's a lot of different ways of getting there, but once you're on the ground, hotel prices are very very cheap. E- even the likes of you know the top end hotels where you'd pay maybe five six hundred euros a night, you're talking about two fifty three hundred there. If you want to go that high, if you want to go lower, like I've seen four star hotels there for like forty or fifty euros a night. Right, can't so, argue with that. Can no, you, you can't argue. And like even like even to rent to rent a, like a huge apartment in in the centre of the area, not that you're going to do it. We're talking about 250 euros a month. And in terms of the airfares, are we talking similar type prices as you would if you were going to Australia, seeing as you no, mentioned? No, so nowhere, near, no, nowhere near the price. You can you can go for about 450, uh, even less. Now, you, you have two, a couple of choices. I went with Emirates via Dubai. And it's, it's a bit of a slog. But it it's, is a bit of a slog. Yeah, well. but Emirates are good for... Good service, for, yeah. They're, yeah, they're good for flash sales as well. Uh, another alternative, Turkish Airlines via Istanbul, um, who they come out some old madcap, really cheap fares every so often. Um, the other option is Ethiopia, and obviously through Addis Ababa. Um, you're looking at like about four fifty at the moment. I look. I just had a quick look over Skyscanner for say you want somebody decides to go in October, which is a nice time to go. Um, four fifty, and like I said, once you get there, it, it, that's that's the one thing I'd say about long haul. Um, people think it's going to be expensive. <clears throat> Excuse me, and not always. If if you kind of plan ahead, and if you certainly sign up for flash sales with the airlines, you can do okay. Um, and there's nothing like in terms of in terms of low points of South Africa the one that's Johannesburg Airport <laughs> it's another, another, another disastrous <laughs> airport uh, it's, it's fine when you arrive departures it's a bit of a it's a rugby scrum there's no such thing as a queue or a line and people come in from all angles but you know it's fine it's um, 
one other thing I would say it's watch out for drink drivers. Drink driving is a natural a national pastime there. Right. Yeah, I saw that quite a bit. Um, there's no real taxi service. People use Uber or don't use anything at all. So it's one thing just to watch out for it late okay. at night. And in terms of Joburg as a destination, mm. is it? Would your recommendation be if somebody's going to South Africa anyway mm. that they tack on a couple of days in yeah, Joburg? Definitely. You know, or is it? It's. I'm getting the impression from you that unless you're going to say mm. Kruger uh, mm. and that's that's mm. ultimately where your destination is, it's kind of somewhere that people don't really plan to go to. No, it's been, and that they should be thinking more in terms of it is good. Yeah, yeah. Take a look. Well, in, if if you are going to Cape Town or if you're going to uh, Port Elizabeth or Durban, there's a very good chance your flight is going to go through Joburg anyway. Um, so just check with the airline, and I would say four or five days if you want to see somewhere few brownie points. Um, somewhere cool that nobody else has gone to yeah definitely go for it All right, very good uh, that's um, Mark Evans travel editor with the Herald newspaper uh, thanks again 